2: Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adio A. Junior. Joining me is WWE superstar, Greg Miller. Hello, Blessing. How are you? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm great. Doesn't it feel good to see yourself on all these Spotify wrapped? It does. Yeah, it it, it never gets old, is the thing. You know, I think, what, I'm since every year I've been here, I've been tagged in a bunch of Spotify raps at the end of the year. Yeah. And every year it's like the same thing where it's like, oh yeah, like, you know, the kind of funny podcasts dominate my top five because if yeah, you listen yeah. to one, you probably listen to all of them. Um, But it's still a really cool feeling to like see KFG and PS Love You
3: and Gamescast like be the top listened podcast for a lot of people. You kind of forget, like, you know, I talk about all the time that we share this and exist in this sacred space for so many people. Right. Part mm-hmm. of their routine. Uh, you know, you're walking the dog, or you're driving to work, you're coming home, you're doing your job, whatever it is, you listen to us there. But it, even as connected as we all are with Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is, Patreon, wherever you want to fire off a message to us, right? It's still that idea that for so many people, that ritual is still one-on-one and when it's done it's done you move on and you don't interact with it Mm -hmm. and so it's it's very akin still to like doing podcasts beyond in 2007 2008 when we had no idea if anybody was listening because as usual with anything on the internet right like Usually you get feedback when people are angry. So you kind of forget that there's a whole bunch of people who just listen to it all the time and really enjoy it. So yeah, we can't thank you enough for, you know, supporting, kind of funny and let us live this dream. And then of course tagging us today. Cause it is one of those like, oh, right. Like yeah. a lot of people listen oh, to and this. A lot of people like this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's funny. Cause I was having this
2: conversation a couple weeks ago. So I did the wedding, right. I, I officiated the wedding and I was, thank you. I appreciate it. Shirtless too. It was great. Yeah. It was fantastic. Um, felt really good breeze wearing that outfit. Um, but like I was talking to somebody afterwards where, You know, I was joking around like, man, maybe I should just do this part-time, like go around and officiate a bunch of weddings. Cause like the feeling I got after felt like a, oh man, like I got to perform for a bunch of people. Like 80 people were in the audience watching and like afterwards people were complimenting me and all this stuff. And it's funny how like I felt it in that moment of, man, it feels good to perform. And like, I rarely feel that. From doing one of these podcasts, because these, even though these podcasts are going out to way more people, right? Oh, yeah. Like it's eighty people in that room in the, for the wedding. It's thousands and thousands of people listening to this podcast. I really get the feedback, and yeah. so it is like, all right, finish a podcast, and then I go and I eat lunch, and I don't even think about it really. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. it is days like this and where I'm get, like, you go
3: as soon as you're off camera, right? It's right back to okay, well, not only your work day, what you need to review. It's ah, mm. oh, fuck, did I pay that bill? Did I do this thing? Oh yeah. shit, this I got this trip coming. Like it's the real life thing. That's what yeah. I talk about where people like you know. You know, oh, do you get nervous when you're on camera? Do you like, do you miss being on camera when you're like on vacation? I'm like, I miss it all the time because it's so nice to have one thing to focus on. It's so nice to come out here and perform and do one thing rather than be caught up in the day to day yeah. moment to moment. How was your Spotify Wrapped? You it was like great. You saw? It was crushed. Yeah, I, I put it. am gonna. You know, see. Well, no, I don't have to, do I? So right now, ladies and gentlemen, I'll have you know. For some reason, I need to. I think maybe I need to update my Mac OS. I can't shoot Gregways over via airdrop anymore Mm. like they've just stopped so I'm doing it straight from my phone uploading it and it's It's a 20 minute Gregway patreon.com slash kind of funny so it's going to be a Slow going, so I don't want to break that. Uh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, you got it up there. I have it too. My top artists: number one, Taylor Swift, of course. Number two, Charlotte Cardin. Number three, uh, Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, number four, Kylie Morgan, and then number five, Paramore.
2: Oh, remember I came on
3: hard, ho- I came, I came on hot and heavy with Paramore at the, the middle of the year, and they, because they I'm, dropped
2: I'm, an album, right? No, which no? is old
3: shit, is what I'm listening to. Okay, you know, Misery Business and all that. Okay. i like, damn, like I never gave these guys a full more shot. Is
4: trending, so I feel like Paramore is might be one of the most listened to bands this year. Am I? Tri- Who am I thinking of that dropped an album?
3: Was it a not lot of people? Taylor Swift did?
4: I mean, Taylor Swift definitely uh, did. Number
3: one song, though, I do appreciate this. My top song was Witch Doctor. When... I told the witch doctor I was in love with what? you. Bum, 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 <laughs> by David Seville. Remember oh. Ivy? <laughs> remember I have a two-year-old, and there was a few months there where that's oh, all yeah. he would listen to on the call, in the car rides, and we had to have it on repeat. Mm-hmm. So it was just Witch Doctor for like, Thirty minutes at a time oh my god yeah people yeah. are saying paramore did drop uh, an album
2: this year because i could have sworn i was like i could have sworn i listened to it because i'm not a paramore person but i got into it a little bit this year uh with the new album which might have been last year i forget but yeah i listened to that um i'm not gonna lie i was a little bit disappointed with my spotify wrapped really yeah because like i mean on the podcast side i was happy with it because yeah i have I was like standing in my podcast go ahead yeah i have my regulars right like yeah, no Mall. i've been listening to for years um but the new editions would be a crash dummies podcast with pat and mike which is a really funny comedy podcast that i can't get enough of the Ringerverse, which i referenced the other day like they have it's like um you know the ringer like the media outlet yeah um it's basically they're grouping a podcast that are all based on like nerdy content and like usually like TV and movie reactions. So think of like a kind of funny screencast or a kind of funny in review. Okay. But it's the Ringers version of it. And like they have basically a bunch of podcasts within this podcast feed. And so in this one, they have the Midnight Boys, which does like Boys? you know, invincible reactions, oh, nice. um, you know, low-key reactions, like whatever the latest TV show, uh, Gen V, they had that as well. And it was that three-peat of TV shows that got me into it. And then they also did um the review of Scott Pilgrim takes off. And so, like, as I started listening to it, because I wanted something to, that I can debrief to you, right? Like, yeah. I need I need some kind of, like, conversation around the thing that I'm listening to. That's not kind of funny, because I talk to you guys all the time. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, this was a great one. Like, I like the vibe. I like the chemistry. It reminded me of listening to Kind of Funny back when I w- would listen more regularly. Like, yeah. they have that kind of rapport. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've been enjoying the different podcasts on the Ringiverse. And then uh, the, this past weekend with Theo Von, Funny enough, I only listened to, like, a couple episodes this year, but that was enough to get See, it on my top
3: five. do you have enough to talk... Can you toss mine on Barrett? My uh, top podcast. It's one image over on the tweet you had up for me or whatever, where it's the exact same thing you're talking about, where there's the standard. Uh, Number one, of course, is death, sex, and money. A podcast I've talked about for years now being uh, my favorite run by Anna Sale. Number two, the kind of funny X cast. Where you know, of course, I got to keep an eye on what Gary Wood is saying. Of He's course. always up to something. This Paris, so They don't trust him. Three games daily. Four insight with Chris Van Vliet. Now this mm. is a wrestling podcast. I'm shocked at this one because I thought Not Sam Wrestling would have cracked the top five for me, but I think it's that I listen. Chris does so many interviews and they're shorter. That yes. I think I just consumed more of those rather than the big chunks. See, of and Not that's Sam my wrestling. thing
2: too. Where I've talked about this podcast, The Seven from Washington Post, which yeah. is. Seven news stories um, broken down in seven minutes. And so I'm listening to this podcast every single day. But I think because it's seven-minute episodes, the time isn't allotting to, like, if I listen to
3: three Theo Vaughn podcasts, it's probably way longer. NPR does uh, the news on the hour. That's, like, you know, know, eight minutes to seven minutes, probably something like that. Five-minute podcast. That's just, like, Mm what they would play on NPR in between shows. But they put it up as a podcast. So I listened to that multiple times a day. So I was also shocked that wasn't there. But yeah. Yeah. Grand total time, right?
2: And then yeah, for my music, like I had like basically the artists that are usually there for my Spotify Raptor in there. Like I think I had I had Drake as my number one, which kind of disappointed me because I talked a lot of shit on the album that he dropped this year. And then there I listened to are. a lot of that album. Drinking it in. And I also mean, that's like, just
4: your entire existence, Bless. You talk a lot of shit about Drake, but then you proceed And then I keep to listen listening to, to his music.
2: But also he drops so much music. He's dropped like four different times in the last two years. That's too
4: many. And
3: they're all different genres, is the thing. Who do you thing. think you are, the wait, fucking Wait, 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 I'm sorry, wait, wait, wait. Alex J. Sandoval in the YouTube chat, where is Charlotte Cardin on your list, Greg? Mm. Alex, get here on fucking time. Mm. We're in the podcast section of my list. Charlotte Cardin is number two on my top artists. Fucking be mm. here on time for this show. Fucking Grow up, Idiot. Fucking buy s- membership gift sub something or other. I don't know. I mean, it's only on YouTube today, give and I'm not, sure, I'm not sure how it fucking works. Do something over there.
2: Like the membership. God I, damn it. I had Drake I had Nas at my number two, which I'm actually pretty happy about. J. Cole's in there. Uh, there's a rapper that I've listened to like for the last decade named Andy Minio, who's like a Christian rapper, but I've kept listening to him because like he makes really good music. Like it's all, is it very, all about like, Jesus? Uh, yeah, like half the time it's about Jesus. Yeah. But the other half of the time he is talking about life and also like Biblically it's, accurate Satan. Biblically <laughs> accurate Satan. But then also like a lot, yeah, a lot of like uplifting messages and he's also really good at rapping and making music and so like out of all the Christian rappers that I've dropped because I've stopped going to church in the last however many years yeah. um, he's like stuck around because I'm like oh you actually make really good music um, and you keep me grounded you know you keep me connected to what's going on in the spiritual world Um, but yeah like it's, it's always fun looking at the Spotify rap <laughs> I am mad though that it cuts off I think mid-September or something or maybe mid-October Yeah, it cuts off uh, too early Yeah, because if it was caught up to like what I was listening to last week there's no way like I, there are some there's some albums that came out in the last month and a half that I've been.
4: Oh, so bingeing, uh, that's a, so I didn't yeah. get to post the cool, like looking Spotify rap. Cause I don't have Spotify, but I have Apple music and I do think Apple music tracks like up at like, I think they're still tracking technically. Cause if I look at like my top artists, mm. uh, my number five is hot Mulligan, which I only started listening to them like two or three weeks ago. Um, so that is a, a nice little bonus. And like their album that came out this year is already my third most listened to album this year. Hell yeah! Fucking rips. That's
2: uh, here's the thing, the Darko in chat says no love for JPEG Mafia. Bless. If you go over to my Instagram, if you click through the stories, my top five. I have a JPEG Mafia song. I have a JPEG Mafia song from like four years ago
3: too. Hell yeah! I hate all these. Grow up, <laughs> all these fucking losers. All these kids, you know. Man, I they know up what in YouTube chat Get it they got a chance Just getting sparta kicked back in the hole. Uh,
2: before we actually get into the today's stories, I want to bring up something from Snowback Mike. I don't know if Snowback Mike is listening to this show. If not, I'm trying. I'm trying to summon Snowback Mike, and so I'm just gonna like put out the snowball energy. Because as I was gathering the news stories, I saw a story on IGN. Oh, there he is. I saw a story of IG- on IGN that was like, Tribes 3, new gameplay and screenshots revealed. And I saw that and I was like, oh, nobody cares. I don't know tribes what this is. Tribes 3! Yeah, I bro. saw that and in, my, in my head. I was like, oh, it's like a Tribes of Midgard thing. Like, nah, I don't nah, care nah. what the fuck this is. And then I saw you posted it on the in the Slack. And I was like, oh, why does Mike care about this Tribes thing? And then I saw you tweet about it. And I was like, Oh, this is a first-person shooter. Correct. Can you Old tell school. me about tribes? What
1: the? What is up yeah, with tribes? Yeah, this 90s, early 2000s first-person shooter game that I one of my first PC games. Bless. So this is why mm. it's so near and dear to my heart. This is where it all started going wrong for him. It's
2: like your Jeff oh, Force Shemina. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And so this one is a very fast-paced, twitchy shooter, uh, similar to like a Unreal tournament, okay. Quake type vibes, where like you're freaking out on the screen, but it has like skiing slash like a gliding mechanic so you have a jetpack that you'll jump up in the air and then you'll glide off of a downhill su- like surface and you'll fucking ski down mm-hmm. and you're shooting at people tribes back in the day was the awesome game that i love so so much just like unreal tournament fun fast-paced awesome team-based shooter is it cr- so is it's out.
2: crazy that they're making a
1: third one yeah so i guess it's interesting they made tribes from like the 90s into the early 2000s, maybe like 2012, I said in the article on IGN, mm. and there's a team under the banner, someone will help me, there's like another studio that you're well familiar with. They came and made a little team under that umbrella, went off by themselves, and now they brought tribes with them and they're making the new tribes. Awesome, well congratulations, so if, I'm happy. Yeah, to if you're looking for a good first person shooter, keep your eye out on this. You can sign up for play tests right now, which I just did. And I think if they can really nail this, it will be a fun time. It looks like it's coming to consoles as well, so it's not mm. just on PC. And if they can do more than 5v5, right now it's just 5v5, but I'm thinking if you can get up to like 12v12, kind of get some crazy action going on, this is going to be a really fun time. And uh, I'm hoping to add another good first-person shooter to the lineup, bless. Oh yeah. Barry, is this, is this Tribes 3, or what is this? Yeah, this else? is the play this test. Is that this, the play test? This, is, this is Tribes 3, so it's a little bit quieter, but you'll see him. He's flying around. He's using the ski mechanic and kind of Getting all of that energy going. It's so cool, man. Oh, yeah. And is the, I forget if you, did you say the developer? Is yeah, it I'm Hi-res? trying to remember the, yeah. High res. So it's is- high res, but it was a team under high res. Was high res, what did they do? Smite. Okay. And they did. Um, they didn't do Splitgate. Lethal Company. Okay. No, they did not do Splitgate. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, not Splitgate. Lethal Company. Okay, and that's the one
2: that's hot right now that everybody's loving. Lethal Company. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was that third person, or that was like over the shoulder third person game that everybody enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah, that was okay. cool. Keep an eye out for this one. Keep an eye out. Mike, thank you so much for the update. Talk Xbox at the Game Awards soon.
2: We're about to talk about that too.
1: you are about to get a lot
2: of that because today's stories include Xbox appearing at the Game Awards, some big Sonic news, and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames and twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. We run you through the nerdy news that you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kinda Funny Games daily. Remember, you can use upper creator code Kinda Funny on all of the store and in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to <coughs> kindofunnycom slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash will get you the show ad-free, plus a bevy of bonus content. Before we even get, a- get into housekeeping, one thing I meant to bring up in the Spotify wrapped conversation. Right before the show, I was going through because Spotify. If you go on your Spotify app, They'll give you these messages from artists. Yeah, that if you've listened to. Like, I got a lot one of the from music. Taylor.
3: No big deal, everybody.
2: I I mentioned to you. I was like, oh, it's a bummer that we didn't get hit up to give messages to our listeners. Sure. Do you want to give a message to the listeners that have been like that, that have put us in their top ten, in their top five? That's a great idea. Yeah, give Greg the one. <clears throat>
3: Hey, listeners, we just wanted to thank you so much for making us one of your top podcasts of the year on Spotify. If you enjoy what we do, why not head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where, of course, you can get all the shows ad-free. I guess it would affect if we're your top podcast next year. But really, don't you think you owe it to us? You've been listening over here all free. <laughs> why not come over and pay me? Because <laughs> if we're not here next year, it's really your fault, isn't it? Have you thought about that? Remember, whatever happens to me and my two-year-old son in the next year is because of you and your lack of support or support. Do you want blood on your hands? Do you want to be the cause of another news story in the old newspaper that's talking about a man who lost it? I don't think so thanks for your support I'm not here next year <laughs> what am i gonna do <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: housekeeping for you a new games cast is up and it's our game awards winners predictions uh that's up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games as a reminder you can still get nerf alice's iconic shirtless spider-man shirt as the premium collector's item this month get yours <laughs> over on patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, and then ever wondered how weird greg was as a kid well now we have a definitive answer the second episode of Greg's childhood home videos is live right now on youtube.com slash kind well, of funny. At look
3: at this kid. Look at this. Oh, you're doing Could the you disco imagine dance? This would be, yeah. Well, I, this is after I time traveled back to the seventies in my aunt and uncle's ba- uh, bathroom. All right,
2: then. Yeah, you can go check that out. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. And also, if you want all the episodes. Uh, the <laughs> this f- is straight Jesus out of Christ.
4: the dark night. Did you knock out the camera? <laughs> that, that was camera me time traveling. That was oh, the time travel. Oh, so man, look at that. Time
3: traveling again. Did you say this straight out of The Dark Knight? <laughs> yeah, When remember when he's like, I'm a man of my word.
4: Oh, <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I, thought, I thought you implied that there was time travel in The Dark Knight. I was like, fuck, I got to go watch that movie again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, if you want all the episodes, they're live right now on patreon.com slash kind of funny. Otherwise, you can wait for them to come out weekly right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny. I guess right over there at youtube.com. It's kind of funny because right now we're on kind of funny games. You get what I mean? Uh, the KFW season finale, Slams Giving, is live after KFGD only on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, of course, thank you to our Patreon producers, Jackson Han- ampton and delaney twining today we're brought to you by shady rays but we'll tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report
4: it's time for some news we have nine stories today god damn a big
2: a high story count which means i probably shouldn't have wasted so much time at the front of the show no but hey, we're, we're having, having a good fun time. we're having fun story number one Xbox confirms plans to appear at the Game Awards after last year's no-show. This is Taylor Lyles at IGN. After a noticeable absence last year, Microsoft confirms that Xbox will have some news to share at this year's Game Awards. In an email sent out to some, including IGN, Microsoft confirmed that it won't won't be a no-show again at the 2023 ceremony, teasing fans that there will be major announcements and more Xbox news you won't want to miss. While Microsoft did not explicitly say what type of Xbox news would be at the event, the company has many games in development, and it recently acquired Activision Blizzard after a lengthy process. Xbox's biggest rivals, or sorry, Xbox's biggest reveal from the Game Awards 2021 was a sizable gameplay trailer for Hellblade 2 Sunua Saga, but with the studio having several games in development, including Avowed, Soccer 2, Everwild, State of Decay 3, Hellblade 2, Sinu Saga, and a Fable reboot, it's really hard to pinpoint whether it will share updates for all or some of these games, or if
3: Xbox plans to announce an entirely new game. Greg, what do you think? Updates. Updates? I mean, I won't, throw, I won't say there's not a chance of a new game. Obviously, there could be a chance of a new game. This is just exciting. This is what we, we want from Game Awards, right? Jeff's out here saying they're not going to say world premieres anymore. We all get scared. Mm-hmm. What are we getting into? What are we going to do in LA when we're there, mm-hmm. drunk off our asses in the crowd? Very drunk. Me, head on a swivel. Yeah. No one's getting on stage this year. All right. <laughs> are you the beefed up security? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm the sleeper agent out there. <laughs> Jeff's going to whisper, like activating my division watch, and I'm going to be ready to go. I'll be activated. This is a reference to the Ubisoft division, Tom mm. Clancy's division. I didn't. I do did not remember the watches in Division Two. Like all these people were secret division agents, right? Even Uh like their husbands and kids and stuff. And then the thing would go off and like, I gotta go. (laughs) And they were just like, Yeah. This is the actual plot line of the division. They were they were among <laughs> you as teachers. Did and I skip every cutscene? <laughs> I mean, it's the first cutscene in the game. In the, so. in the first division or the yeah, second? second one?
2: Yeah, they they go, really? they go they go they go into this. Whole I definitely thing, do like. not remember any cutscene from the division. Yeah. I just remember exploring the museums. At and some point, cool Barrett, was.
3: when you're done showing this, I you uh, <laughs> showing your dragons here, your little dragons. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs>
2: maybe they reenounce scalebound. Oh, I would maybe. love <laughs> if They re- scalebound. Oh man, I do not remember scalebound looking this rough.
3: You go get that division uh, opening cutscene though, and you find that watch going off, and them leave because there's like a like either mom. I think it's a mom just like setting the table. She's like, oh fuck y'all. I gotta save the world you division
4: know. one or division two
3: division one i believe is that one that one is
4: division one opening cutscene
3: uh anyways though mm-hmm. this is exciting this is cool uh my my hope because i think that it makes more sense to hope right now yeah. than anything else my hope my hope my hope my hope would be fable my actual bet would be hellblade my again yeah and maybe put a date on it. Maybe do something. You know what I mean. Maybe mm-hmm. not just show the big baby chasing or whatever, but like I think there's now a lineage with Game Awards and Hellblade, right? Like I feel like that was where it originally got announced. It feels like it would make sense to come back here and debut something here. Did you scrub ahead, or is this just this is just from yeah, the start? Yeah, this is
4: near the end. Oh, oh yeah. yeah so see, yeah, look yeah. at look at the watch about to go off. What the fuck? <laughs> well,
3: see you later, honey. I gotta go stop the dollar plague, the dollar flu.
2: Wait. So. In the story of the division, because the whole thing is the dollar flu, right? Where yeah. like, oh, was it terrorist Was it a yeah, attack? terrorist attack? Yeah. yeah Look at this man. He's a fireman. He's, about to, a fireman. He's
3: about to go be a fireman. He's like, I gotta go. Like, somebody's just sitting there with their house Look on at this. fire. Daddy, can you read me a story? I
2: gotta go fucking I was like, shoot. <laughs> Why is my house still on fire? Like I gotta go hours. shoot a bunch of guys. Somebody in gas come masks. put out my house. <laughs> I'm
3: leaving a bar to go do this. A person's drunk as fuck, about to go stop. Yeah, the right. Terrorists. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like i just drank three moscow mules in a row and i gotta go stop <laughs> oh, it fuck, but, so the, did they know the dollar flu was gonna happen or is no. it just like
3: they're like they're like the last i forget like there's a whole thing there it's like they're, they're the like last shield. line of defense and you know if, if it they're like you, they only get would get called out in the oh. worst thing of all time do you do you think we have that in real life no i think we've shown time, Does that time be really again. cool if
2: like your watch started glowing a real like a weird color yeah. and you just got up and left and i'm like me and barrett's like what the fuck is Greg going to do and then like five hours later we see on youtube just saving saving all of us from the terrorists. sure that'd be awesome that would be really cool that'd be really cool um yeah i mean i think hellblade is a safe bet just because you're right in terms of the, the the lineage of hellblade being at the game awards like i feel like any update we've gotten on hellblade has been at the game awards i'm a little bit tired of it but i guess it would make sense and especially if it has a release date i think that would be the final stamp of all right like you got the reveal you got the you know, cool gameplay trailer. You got the uh, FMV trailer thing that they did. And now here is the release date and it's out in the the first half of next year. I think that'll be a dream scenario. I also think that's the other thing is I think what are Xbox's plans for the first half of 2024, right? I don't think we're going to go through the first half of 2024 without having something that is first party. And maybe it's a year wrong. Do they even have anything announced currently? I've, I've not looked at the slate for Xbox, but if not, I would think that, yeah, you're putting out something in the first six months but six months and I would think yeah Hellblade would make sense I don't know if there's anything else I I, I, Val doesn't feel like it's around the corner No, Fable doesn't feel like it's around the corner Outer no. Worlds 2 does not feel like it's around the corner sadly no yeah so that's a tough one to figure out like I think you know you Starfield
3: DLC I was gonna say I think we are in that place where you could do Starfield DLC You could you could announce an expansion there and what that's gonna look like that could be a fun one to go for you know I think I know that I am in a minority. It's a smaller game. I'm excited for State of Decay 3. I mm-hmm. love State of Decay as a franchise. Didn't love State of Decay 2, but I'm excited to see what their next one would be. Yeah. I like Mike, the host of the X-Cast, waiting the wings. I believe on, uh, no, was it yesterday on the post show or was somebody else talking? Yeah, yeah. We talked a little bit about Gears yesterday, didn't we? Like with that,
1: you think there's going to be a chance of Gears out there? Yeah, uh, of course. We're going to talk about this on the X-Cast. It's just a big Xbox day today for all of us here. Kind of funny, but it's glowing uh, green. Yeah, it's pretty exciting to think about what is at the TGAs. And yeah, when we talk about Gears, right, I think the big teaser that you would put out there is Gear 6, right? Mm. Even if it's just a splash screen with the cool COG logo and 6 next to it, it is time to probably get the Xbox fans really excited about another tentpole title for your franchises. And it is that Gears one. Yeah, The opposite side would be like, Is that Marcus Phoenix collection, a.k.a. the Gears collection, actually real? Mm. Would we ever see that? We've gone back and forth on like rumors of, it is real. No, it's not real. It's not happening, right? But I think a Gears announcement for Gear 6 is the correct move, just a small teaser. But if you were to get a Marcus Phoenix collection, that would be a big win in the Gears world. Um, When I think of Undead Labs and State of Decay, I don't think we'll see that. I think that is a game that is in... Probably some problems. We saw that the studio had some issues. Who's this? Just last year? Undead Labs and State Thank of the you. K. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the, I don't think we will left, see right, that yeah, yeah. one anytime soon. Uh Hellblade 2, like you said, yeah. this has to have a date. It is time to put a date on that. And that it has is. Is that a first long half journey. of next year? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I, I think it will be first half. Uh some other ones that I have down. I know Greg brought up Fable. I think Fable would be a big win, but it's not on my big three guaranteed. It's on my uh, maybes. But I want it. I, I didn't want. guarantee it either. I said yeah, I yeah, want no. it. Yeah, I like that. I mean, things that I want a Doom teaser, right? Like, so what is the next ID project, right? And is it the Doom prequel? Will we see Doom here? Yeah, I, it's on my
2: maybe. This list. is what I. This is what. This is what I've been thinking about in in regards to announcing new stuff from Xbox at a Game Awards or at a, at a non Xbox mm. event. Now that Xbox has so many studios, like so, like maybe twice as much, if not more, <laughs> studios than a PlayStation, right, or a Nintendo. I would think that you need more than an Xbox showcase to talk about all your plans, Mm. right? Like, Mm. I don't know if you can condense all of your plans into a Xbox E3 showcase because, you know, like there's just so much to talk about, right? Like now that that it is Activision, but that's an Xbox game studios, I'll think that you want to sprinkle around to other things and figure out how to, you know, paste it all out around the year. Yeah, that's
1: very well said. And you saw that last year, right? We Mm -hmm. saw Xbox try to branch out and try some other ideas, right? With that indie developer direct, they had that Xbox Direct as well, along with the summer one. So they've done other showcases, but I think at the TJ's this year, you will see three Xbox centric announcements. Uh, I have three small ones here, mm-hmm. but I do not think you see anything Activision Blizzard King. We still need yeah. that. Hey, here's our sit down, right? This is what we're gonna do. I don't think we'll see a family plan for Game Pass, even though man, Game Pass is getting expensive and it's time is to have it? a conversation about Game Pass over oh, there. Who um games like contraband where you team up with avalanche studios mm. right it's like where does that fall i think that's a summer announcement type vibe um perfect dark is a weird oh, one because we know that perfect dark has gone up and down that would be a win in the game awards but i do feel like that's a summertime thing that we will probably see that big deep dive indiana jones would be another win be as so well but like where does that fall i think that's a summertime Mike, thing. Give it to me. Far out, right Hindi <laughs>
2: What about but, um, IO Interactive, their uh, fantasy oh my, game my, that they're working oh, on Project Dragon or whatever. Yeah. I think they
1: have a new name for that one. But uh, I actually want to see James Bond. I think James oh, Bond, that's not Xbox-centric. But man, if you put on that James Bond intro and was like, yo. Game Awards feels right yeah, for that. Yeah, Game Awards yeah. feels quite right. And then another fun one for you. We talked about it just recently. Of course, the Fallout television show. You mm-hmm. could easily play a trailer for that at the Game Awards. That'd be dope. That would be a big win. That's you true. said no
3: Activision King. Do you think not even a like a, something from Diablo, maybe? Glancing at their expansion? No,
1: I mean, maybe the next season. I think the expansion is too far out, and that's a summertime thing. So I don't think you'll see anything Diablo. You go down the list, right? Like Call of Duty. What do you want to see the next Call of Duty Warzone 3.0? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's time yet for that either. So I think that Activision Blizzard, Blizzard King deal is too early to see anything significant out of that. I think they'll focus on the... Bigs that they have here, and that is gears Hellblade. I would like to see a new Xbox Elite Series Three controller that would rival the Dual Sense with the features that Impossible. everybody loves. Impossible. But uh, mm. I do think it is time to upgrade that hardware.
3: Is it? Oh, you try to you try but, to go after the Dual Sense, Jim Ryan. will see you in court. Well,
2: the, speaking of on that, right? The last thing I'll throw out there for a prediction. Is it possible we see that new slate that was leaked in the court documents? You know them talking about the Xbox Series, the and mid-gen update, the mid-gen updates, the the circular like the mm-hmm. uh, cylinder mm-hmm. shaped one with. And they were with that they were talking about like up, updating the yeah. controllers to have some of the DualSense type features. Exactly. Too. They did.
1: I, I do not want to see that at the Game Awards. No? I would like that for be a summertime thing. If we're gonna talk anything hardware, it would be the Elite Series Three. That's all I want to see. Okay. I don't want to get into mid-gen at the TGA. This what TJs is where we got. The first look at the Xbox you Series did, X, right? You did, you did. It's crazy. Uh-huh. So yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So there's a lot of options. We're going to talk about it here on the XCast. Of course, you can write in kindofunnycom slash xcast anytime throughout today. I'll get you in the show. Give us your perfect Xbox TGA's. I'll let these guys keep talking.
2: There you go. Let's continue on. Are we just going to leave this mic here? Let's continue on. With story number two. <laughs> all right, it's all good. I was going to let Boo Greg figure it out. Uh, story number two, publisher confirms Time Splitter Studio faces closure before Christmas. Bow! This is Andy Robinson at Video Games Chronicle. Time Splitter Studio, Free Radical Design faces closure before Christmas. Publisher Playon has privately acknowledged. VGC reported earlier this month that Free Radical was at threat of being closed just two years after it was established, as part of huge company-wide cuts at Embracer and its owned publishers. Although Embracer has yet to publicly confirm Free Radical's position, sources told VGC that PlayOn has now acknowledged in a company email that the Nottingham, UK-based company would be closed on December 11th, following the completion of a consultation process. Quote, As we move through the consultation process and face the potential closure of Free Radical Design on December 11th, 2023, I want to express my gratitude for your com- for your commitment and remarkable work you've done and still keep doing. Wrote on VP Worldwide Studios and Talent Lars J- Jansen. I'm Lars Jansen. Why are there so many people named Lars that <laughs> <laughs> work under Embracer?
3: <sighs> are they clones? Are these all no, Lars Wayne I think it's clones? You know, you're being very culturally insensitive right but now. They, right. they look over here like, why are there so many Mics? <laughs> so many Sams over there. <laughs> why are there so many goddamn <laughs> Toms in America? That's fair. This fucking sucks, of course. Uh, you know, I feel like we have had a, I was going to say a week, but it's been a month. It's been a year, obviously, of layoffs. And I mean, take it even away from just the, what, 8,000 layoffs that we were talking about yesterday in the video yeah. game industry and just bring it to Embracer Group, right? Since that, you know, distressing financial call the morning after everything fell apart. We knew this was what was going to happen. We, caught, we know that this was how it's going to shake out and this is how it will continue to shake out until we get to whatever the conclusion of this is going to be. I do not believe that Embracer has the roadmap uh, or skill to get out of this. Yeah, I think that they are going to continue to close things down. Uh, the studios that they purchased and the people's lives they gambled with will continue to be the ones impacted until this gets to such a small thing that they're able to sell it off to somebody else or do whatever and get out of it. But I don't yeah. think Embracer... They, they don't have a GTA 6 up their sleeve somewhere. It's going to be the one to reinvigorate all they the have stock is price. Lord
2: of the Rings, right? Which they've talked about, like, we got to exploit Lord of the Rings. But I think for how big of a company Embracer is, and for how many companies are under Embracer, I think you're going to need way more than Lord of the Rings to keep all that afloat, right? As we're seeing, unless you get
3: the company very small,
2: yeah, unless you get the company very small, which they're doing, right? They're closing down Volition, they're seemingly going to close down Free Radical. Um, and it sucks to see, like. Yeah, like the future of a lot of IP or a lot of franchises that we either that either already exist and we love or we're in the process of re existing in the case of a time splitters where I'm not a time splitters person, but I know so many people that are time Tim splitters yeah. people. And it sucks to get this, you know the promise of oh man we're gonna see this thing again i'm excited to see what that can be in 2023 and then two years into the studios uh studios founding uh and like not even having the chance to release anything right two years of work just out the window because he made a bad deal as embracer uh that fucking sucks but yeah like i think we're gonna continue to get these stories i just hope that like i don't know man like i hope that it isn't everything's gone like I hope this isn't the Thanos snap of every studio every company that's under Embracer because I look at Crystal Dynamics I look at Eidos I look at so many studios that I love and already Volition already a studio that I love right has gone away yeah. I hope that this doesn't
3: affect them in a way that is devastating to these studios yeah when you get to something like that when you're talking about a crystal when you're talking about something that has Established IP that ours is successful. You know what I mean. Like, uh, and this is a, a very callous analogy, but stick with me. Mm-hmm. It reminds me, if I, uh, of Embracer's position right now, it reminds me of playing Monopoly. And when it you turn that corner and you start to mortgage, in this case, close all the studios that aren't Boardwalk and Park Place, right? That aren't your big ones that have your hotels and whatever. And then, really, what it's going to be is selling back those things to try to get to where you are. And mm-hmm. so I, they're going to hold on to the big. IP and the big studios for as long as they possibly can, because those are the ones they're banking onto. Well, if we can get the Tomb Raider out, that right is being co-published by Amazon. I forget the deal that Amazon I always has with free, it, yeah. right? But there's money to be made there. There's something happening there. There is a game and an IP that people care about that are right there. You can get down to having a crystal, and you can get down to having Lord of the Rings, and you can hope to leave a bank out. When they start selling those off, that's when it's really the writing's on the wall that this is the end. At least mm-hmm. as I would say as we know them, but do we really fucking know Embracer? No. All we've known about Embracer is they buy weird ass shit and yeah. expect this to make money. And they somehow. put
2: out the weirdest double A games, yeah. like that don't that do not feel of this era. They right? listen they to put a out podcast where I'm like, I love
3: Kingdoms of Amalur, and they're like, we bought it, we're putting it out, and we're making a DLC for it. I'm like, that doesn't yeah. sound like a good idea. It's like, all right, yeah, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa yeah, that's a- like we're gonna put out
2: Darksiders, and it's like, all right, cool. Like a lot of people like Darksiders, but it's not weird. Like it's like, where are these decisions coming from? But yeah we'll continue to see what what is up with embracer um let's talk about sega and sonic and some news that excites me but before we get there i want to tell you about patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can go you can get the show ad free and speaking of ads let us tell you about our
0: sponsors this episode is brought to you by shady rays tis the season of giving get the perfect gift for a special someone yourself or both Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers an unrivaled product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable frames and world-class optics for all outdoor adventures. With an extensive array of styles and colors, you're bound to find the perfect pair. Of shady rays sunglasses. You already know I've been out Pokemon going, and shady rays have been making me look as dope as I want out. The real world. And that's not all. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Shady Rays is currently in their biggest sale of the year for Black Friday. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. You can go to shadyrays.com and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's shadyrays.com for their biggest sale of the year.
2: And we're back with story number three. Sega says Yakuza and Persona mobile games may be coming, uh, plus a Sonic and Angry Birds crossover. This is very cool. That's what I was looking for. Video Games Chronicle. Love it. Sega says Yakuza and Persona mobile games could be on the way, as reported by Mobilegamer.biz. Sega's CEO, oh, Co-COO. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the way it's written. <laughs> the Co-COO uh, Shuji Utsumi, <laughs> appeared at the RovioCon event in Helsinki today to discuss Sega's mobile future following its acquisition of Angry Birds Studio. Would you Studio be to Rovio? go to the
3: RovioCon if I <laughs> This was is like... an
2: insane sentence. The, the, the co-COO of Sega went to RovioCon in Helsinki to discuss Sega's mobile future. Yeah. After After acquiring Angry, Angry Birds Studio. Uh, Utsumi reportedly said that uh, new Angry Birds animated projects are in production and that new Rovio games were in development for PC and console. He also made a reference to a Sonic and Angry Birds crossover, uh, joking that the two IPs were currently dating.
1: Oh! Uh, dating
2: is in quotes. Whoa! <laughs> moving on to is mobile... Is serious? G- I mean, I mean we'll they're see. about to have a child, it sounds Whoa. like. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, moving on to mobile... I hope mar- married. Uh, moving on to mobile games, Utsumi said that by merging with Rovio, Sega is able to expand its own range of mobile games, which could lead to mobile versions of some of its other IPs. Quote, currently Sega and Rovio have been working on new mobile projects uh, based on our own IP, but Sonic is not the only IP to benefit from the mobile platform expansion. It will be a potential (coughs) strong tailwind for other key Sega IP, such as Yakuza and Persona, end quote. When it originally announced in April that it planned to acquire Rovio, Sega said it wanted to bring the Angry Birds studio on board to bolster its own live service mobile game portfolio. According to its statement at the time, Sega wanted to use Rovio's distinctive know-how in live service mobile game operation to bring Sega's current and new titles to the global mobile gaming market, where there is large potential. End quote. There's a lot to dig into here. First, I want to say that I called this shit. <laughs> 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 the first thing to dig into
3: first, blessing was, I, right. I
2: was right when they and when they acquired rovio and the angry Birds thing the first thing i jumped to was hey they're gonna do an angry birds and sonic crossover and they're talking about doing an angry birds and sonic crossover they're dating and it's they're dating. They're gonna it's gonna happen it's gonna
3: bear fruit as they say
2: it's gonna be weird we're gonna get through this together is it gonna be weird yes i don't know how it's not gonna be weird i i, I, I imagine what i imagine is a mobile Sonic Angry Birds game, right? You're flinging... I've never played Angry Birds, but, but I imagine that you're flinging the birds at, at structures and taking down the structures, right?
4: Is that it? Yeah,
2: that's exactly... Okay, how, cool. Yeah. So, I imagine you're doing that, but with Sonic, right?
4: I, I Sonic's followed like up. Bless started this off. I've never played Angry Birds. And then it was like, <laughs> here's exactly... There's the pigs, right?
3: There's some pigs I'm knocking down <laughs> yeah. their house, and I'm doing the thing. Here's the name of all the pigs. I'm pretty sure. I'm not super I watched familiar. the movie, but I've never played the <laughs> if game. If you asked me if there are pigs in
2: Angry Birds, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. But anyway, you. I, it's Sonic. Here's what you're doing, right? You're flinging back Sonic, and you're aiming him at a bunch of rings. And the more rings you collect... The better you do, the higher your score. And you can like pay money to maybe like, I don't know, get Sonic's friends and like their information. And so you fling all of them at the same time to get more rings. And the more you collect rings, the sure. better your score. Right. Yeah. That's first and foremost. Secondly, oh, what is this? That is. This is disgusting, Sonic
4: bird. as a pig from Angry Birds. And then this is Sonic as an Angry Bird.
3: Hmm. How's hmm. that make you feel? I don't like it. Here, uh, Barrett. I'm sending you. I'm sending you. I'm just gonna shout it into assets. I can't. Oh there, no, there's assets. Access. There it is. Okay, throw this up. Because the problem is already you're dreaming too big. Now, <laughs> granted, maybe this is their chance of like, hey, you know what? Let's do this right. A lot of years have passed. I just sent Barrett the trailer for Angry Birds Star Wars, which or not trailer. I'm sorry, gameplay of it to show you what the game looks like. All they did is like take mm. angry birds and then make them look like the, the pigs are just dressed like sand people. He kind of looks like Luke oh, yeah, in the background. That's all see, it is. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not like they, so like, you're like, Oh, they're going to, they, they're going to, the thing you saw there where Sonic was the bird. That's exactly what it's going to look like. Now again, dream bigger. Maybe I know. Maybe this will be the turnaround, but angry birds. Remember when that was the biggest thing for like a
2: while. And it's about to be the biggest thing again with Sonic. Yeah. Like the fact that you had, you're partnered up with Sonic. I think, it's a partnership that it, it just fucking prints success. You know what I mean? Like they're printing money with this thing. And so yeah, I think in this in one of the upcoming Sonic movies, I don't know, maybe it's the Knuckle spinoff series. You're gonna run into an Angry Bird. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah. That is that's, that's gonna a, happen. That is a big call. That's gonna
2: happen. Um. And yeah, are gonna there's gonna be a lot
3: lots lot come out of that. Uh, is Angry Bird still a huge deal? Cause for a while there, I mean, you're talking like outrageous. I mean, I imagine it's still big enough. They, I don't think it's at its peak.
4: Yeah, sure. Roblox took over the, kid, like the world for the
2: kids.
3: You
2: know? <laughs> yeah. like Roblox has had the world taken over, though. Like, Roblox, I'm pretty sure it was before Angry Birds, even. It's just been in the ether, just printing money as well. But, it,
1: but
4: not at the same level it is, as, it, as it is now.
2: I think it maybe has. Like Robo I I remember like I I feel like seven years ago. In early twenty nineteen, several
3: games in. in the franchise, including the original title, were unexplainably removed from the app store and Google Play. Fans of the original game adopted the hashtag hashtag bring back twenty twelve to demand the relisting <laughs> of the removed games. Responding to the campaign, Rovio explained the removal of the games in a blog post citing software uh, rot in the expiration of licensing deals. On March Lest thirty first, twenty twenty two wrote Rovio uh, released a new version of the original game titled Rovio Classics Angry Birds marketed to its older fan base. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. Angry Birds was it's like, what, 2011, like 20
4: years? Yeah, at this point.
3: I guess,
2: yeah. I, I, my thing is Roblox is, I guess Roblox, sure, came into more popularity mid-2010s. Yeah. But I don't think it was Roblox that came and stole Angry Birds Thunder. Like, I think I mean, those maybe, are two though. completely different things. Yeah, maybe, you never know. I mean, kids love both, but like, I think Angry Birds being such a mobile game, and I, when I picture people playing Roblox, I pictured them on Xbox, I pictured them on PC.
4: Isn't it also a mobile thing?
2: It probably is, I don't know. <laughs> but I, don't, I feel like it's more of a con- I, I would, I, this is me talking on my ass, right? But like, I don't know if Roblox came to mobile and then took the Angry Birds audience. I think like, I, I think the order of operations is like mixed up there. Um That said, right, like I also think that other mobile games came through and probably like I think it was Fortnite, it was Call of Duty Mobile, it was like a bunch of things coming through and Genshin Impact and changing like what the mobile landscape looked like. (laughs) I could see that happening and and Angry Bird kind of like falling into the background. But Angry Birds, I think my other thing with Angry Birds is that it wasn't just kids, right? Like Angry Birds, I put in the same category as a Candy
3: Crush or whatever, where like that's where I think it is. Where Angry Birds, you're talking about like who stole Angry Birds Thunder. I don't even know if it's that as much as the apps the app marketplace and the app games on the app store just diversified and became no no insults but real games fuller games there's other things mm-hmm. to do yeah you could go you could still play Bejeweled and candy crush and angry birds but there were deeper experiences if you want to go there is a roblox minecraft out there like you know the kids and that kind of thing like i still think the ease of playing Angry Birds, whether you're young or old, right, is there, but it is that idea as a kid might want a more deeper experience or a different thing or a licensed thing or whatever the next big franchise is they're playing and Fortnite, of course, and everything else.
2: Yeah, I'm also curious about the Yakuza and Persona mobile game stuff. Um, the Persona mobile game, Barry, you can like fill me in, but like I'm pretty sure that was already announced to some extent, at least as a project name, right? I, like, I, I don't
4: guess. know if uh, the I was showing the gameplay earlier of the Phantom X, which is uh, released in China and is slowly coming to other territories. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's part of the Robio thing, but I just found it funny of the way they worded it, worded it, where they're like, "Oh yeah, Persona will get mobile games." Like, well, Personas had mobile games.
2: yeah personas already have is already getting mobile games right yeah. it seems like this should be to never forget it's the new the next persona mobile game it seems like yeah it's going to come out in the west not too long from now um but yeah i'm here to see what the potential of that is right like as long as they do it justice it's i'm such not a mobile game person and so i couldn't care less but i still go back to what our conversations have been for the last few weeks when it is you know being mike yeah me and mike talking about ultimate Sackboy and how i'm like i feel like that's the bare minimum that i want like yeah, that yeah, is like yeah. such a basic way to do it and like it's fine it's whatever but if you're to look at yakuza and go all right what do people like about yakuza is it the activities is it the mini games can mini-games we take mini games and put them onto the mobile thing and make that a fun thing you know i think that could be cool if you are looking at persona and going what if we made a persona q style game or a persona Tactica style game and made that a mobile thing um i think those could be the the directions you take but sure. we'll have to wait and see They treat. We will. We will. For now, let's see. Right now, what Shadow the Hedgehog looks like in the Sonic the Hedgehog three movie. This is story number five. Sonic the Hedgehog three reveals its first look at Shadow. This is tweeted out by Jeff Fowler, who's working on the movie. Uh, He tweeted out off and running. Running is in all caps. Hashtag Sonic Movie three. Only in theaters December twentieth, twenty twenty four. We got a nice little shot of Shadow's feet. Now this isn't Adris Elba and hurt his show. No, no. Okay. So Idris Elba. He's he's knuckles. he's knuckles, and it seems like he's gonna have a knuckle spin-off thing.
3: Not it seems like right? they were filming that, right, or working on it before forget, the strike or whatever. It was reported. I forget if it was
2: ever officially confirmed. That that can be kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. It had
3: been officially confirmed. Um, but no, this
2: is gonna be the actual movie. Because if you remember, I'm gonna spoil Sh- uh, Song of the Hedgehog. 2, Please do. Y'all, all right. At the end of Song of the Hedgehog Two, the post credits, you get the first look at Shadow the Hedgehog. He's in like uh, this container. He's being created, or maybe he's just like I don't know in this hyperbolic time chamber. I can't tell. But you see Shadow the Hedgehog, which implies that, yeah, Shadow's going to be the, one of the main antagonists, pr- uh, protagonists, anti-heroes. We'll see in Shadow in Sonic the Hedgehog 3.
3: You and me are at the Game Awards in LA next week. Yes. One week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We've already drank our faces off with Phil Spencer. We're there sitting through the thing. Adris Elba goes up. He wins best performance, right? Yeah. We go to the after party. Adris is there. He's got his, he's got his You mm-hmm. walking up and you asking him some questions about Sonic. Is that where you're starting? You to start no, with some Cyberpunk. I'm not going to start I'm going to get to Sonic. Yeah. I'm not going to start with
2: Sonic. I'm going to start with Luther cuz I'm such a big Luther fan. Sure. And be like, "Yo, that movie I'm going to lie to him be like, "Yo, that movie <laughs> the Luther movie from yeah. last year?" Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what if he immediately is like, "Nah, it sucked." i know it sucked. like, "No, nah, you're right It sucked. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I lied to you." Uh, but that's first and foremost. So I'm going to talk to him about Luther. And then and I, th- I think then I immediately get to Sonic. <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, like, you know uh, You gotta I think, say
3: something about Cyberpunk, you love Cyberpunk. Yeah,
2: I think I I think I parlay into a video game conversation. Because I okay. think talking to Idris Alba, I'm nervous, right? And like when I'm nervous, what's the right thing to do is to find a conversation I know I'm comfortable with having, right? Yeah. So like that's video games. I can talk about video games all day. And so I think it then becomes like, yo man, like you've been in the games like in the game sphere for a minute, like you've been doing Sonic, you've been doing Cyberpunk, like how's that going for you? And like, yeah. you know, I parlay yeah. and then the more we get into that conversation, the more I'm like all right, so what's up with the Knuckles TV show? Like, yeah, you know yeah, it's gonna yeah, get yeah. multiple seasons. Like, what's the what's the word? Like, what's the secrets? Like, tell okay. me.
3: Yeah, I appreciate that. That's some number one journalist right there. You Thank know you. What
2: I mean? Thank you. What um what celebrities are you, do you plan to talk to you at the Game Awards? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
4: know
3: who's gonna be there. <laughs> Al Pacino was there last year. I didn't see that coming. I mean, we know Idris is there. Uh, I can swear. Do we know Idris is there? Is that confirmed? I guess he's not. nominated. I don't know. If, I don't think it's been confirmed. He's there. Yeah, I guess. I'm Jeff hasn't started gonna be doing there. like the Muppets are here and Weezer's here and all that jazz yet.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I guess. I'll. I'll, I'll I'm going to circle back to this question. What band is going to be there week. this year? I hope it's. Not, I hope it's not Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I'm going to toss out. No, that's too what, do, what song did Imagine Dragons do this year? Was it Starfield. Starfield. Oh. Children of the oh, Sky. Shit. Yeah, so there's they a. They are going to be there. There's a non-zero chance
3: that we see Ooh. Imagine Dragons.
2: So my says love old a god's of band from
4: that was featured. In oh, if they Rush. got old
3: gods of Asgard. Come on. Oh.
2: Oh. That'd be sick. That'd be sick as hell. What'd you say, Barrett?
4: Uh, like one of the bands featured in Hi-Fi Rush, I think would be sick.
2: Oh, yeah. That'd be really cool. me
4: yeah, well, like. lots of Asgard is a good one.
2: Give mean, like a, uh, the Star Wars band that plays... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Since we got a Star Wars Jedi survivor. Yep, that'll
4: probably...
3: You nailed that. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be that hard.
4: Oh, what's the... There's the name of the actual band that did like an original Star Wars song for the first one. I forget what they were called, but... They kick ass.
3: Blink-182?
2: No, no. Probably Blink-182. Fallout
4: Boy? No. It was not Three a, Days, Grace? It was not a band from America.
3: Skillet? Not a band All from right. America.
4: Thousand Foot Crutch. Okay, you're The you're Beatles. <laughs> Who do you want to voice Shadow?
3: Oh, great question. Oh, that's a really
2: good question. Andy. Yeah, I would, I would like Andy to do it. Um, ooh. I don't know, dude.
4: I mean, I've got an answer right next to you, man.
2: Oh, my God. Could you imagine? shadow comes up and he's like hey man, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> somebody says keanu keanu would be really cool Ooh. Like keanu reeves shadow the hedgehog would actually be perfect
4: he sounds i don't know
2: like shadow has to be serious he has to be a bit like young keanu
4: i feel like could do shadow
2: yeah somebody says ben Starr. that'd be fun oh, but like i don't way. i don't think i want shadow with like I don't want Shadow sounding like Clive, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. want a Shadow with a British accent, <laughs> even though I think he might. I don't even know. It's been he a while. You play so around with Shadow. different
4: voices. It's not like it's just his one voice.
2: That's true. Jason Statham, says somebody in chat. Jason Statham would, would be great, actually.
4: Will Arnett.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. I could have sworn I had three Sonic stories. No, no, I guess we had three Sega stories. No, uh, I skipped story number four. That's what happened. Uh, Story number four, Sega says Sonic Superstars had a weaker start than anticipated. This is Chris Gullian at Video Games Chronicle. Sega has stated that Sonic Superstars didn't sell as well as it had hoped during its release period. During a financial results briefing presentation held this month, Sega Sammy Holdings president and group CEO Haruki Satomi said the game had a weaker start than Sega had planned, but hoped that things would eventually pick up. "Quote: well, Sonic Superstars was released in October, which is a slightly weaker start than we had anticipated, Satomi said. But in reality, when Sonic IP sells the most is mainly November to December, and more than 90% of this title's marketing costs will be spent in the Thanksgiving and holiday season from November onwards. In a Q&A session following the presentation, Satomi was asked why he felt Sonic Superstars sales had been lower than expected. Well, we believe that the impact of other companies' major titles released at the same time is significant, but we plan to expand the promotion towards the holiday season, especially in the overseas market, Satomi said. As you, if you remember, Sonic Superstars. Stars.
3: <laughs> if you
1: remember, what do you got for me? <laughs> what do Sonic I need to remember? It came Sonic. out at the
2: exact same time as Mario Wonder inspired I me. I do remember that, actually. You know, a couple of the same, maybe the same day as Hot Wheels Unleashed like a week before i don't to you.
3: Not the best, not the best move.
2: Yeah, especially with Mario. I think you could have gotten away with releasing at the same time as Spider-Man because it's two completely different games. When you release a Sonic right next to a Mario and they're both 2D platformers, and you can, like you have the direct comparison. I'm a mom and I go to the Best Buy and I look at Sonic and I look at Mario. I'm picking Mario, I'm sorry. Even me as a Sonic fan, I'm picking Mario. but also, I'm not too worried about this, right? I, to their point, Sonic sells best from November to, to, to it, this December. This is where the turnaround will
3: happen for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to turn around and become one of the best-selling games of the year, but I think it is that thing where Sonic is kind of like Pokemon, where people are going to buy it no matter what. It's
3: on the Christmas list. Yeah, it's Sonic on the Christmas Sonic is a list. kid's thing. When I bought. Uh, you should eventually get to an age where you stop caring so much about Sonic. I don't know if I'd say that. Sonic <laughs> is a kid's <laughs> thing. It's a cartoon. But it's also
2: forever, right? It's a family game. It's the be- best family game, is what it's nominated for. Um, but when I bought my. Uh, or when I gave my nephew my Switch for Christmas last year, I gave him Sonic Forces also. I also gave him a Mario game. Don't worry, everybody. But like that was one of the games I gave him. I feel sure. like Sonic is that game that for Christmas, if you're buying a kid a console, it is the easy choice. It is a. Oh, yeah, I know Sonic. Tried oh, and true. Yeah, tried know, and true. We know this oh, guy. He we runs watched fast. the movie in theaters last year. Like, yeah, oh, my yeah, kid yeah. loves Sonic. You know, yeah. I, that's what it's for. And loves so, loves chili dogs. Loves chili dogs. Sonic games usually always come out in a November period. And so I, even the fact that they stuck to October, I was surprised by. Um, but yeah, like, it's there for Black Friday. It's there for Christmas shopping. That's the whole plan with it. And so... We'll see. We'll see it land in the top five we'll see. next we'll, year. We'll, yeah, we'll look for
3: the <laughs> NPD at the end of the year. The, MP, the NPD is, is about to go insane for Sonic. Just trust Matt me. Matt Piscatella. Keep us posted on how Sonic uh, jumps up.
2: Story number six: Unity is eliminating 265 jobs and, <laughs> and terminating Weta FX partnership. This is Chris Kerr Weta, right? at game developer Weta. 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 Gary Weta. Engine maker Unity will cut around 3.8% of its global workforce totaling 265 roles after ending an agreement with digital effects company Weta FX. As reported by Reuters, uh, Unity is terminating the professional services agreement it signed with Weta FX uh, after purchasing the company's VFX tools and development division in 2021. The move was confirmed in an SEC filing, which states that Unity has terminated its obligations to provide certain services to Weta FX uh, and also amended certain intellectual property rights between the parties. Uh, That same filing also confirms that Unity plans to shutter corporate offices in approximately 14 locations as it evaluates its real estate footprint. Um, I got a CFC for you, Greg. Oh. CFC stands for Context from Cameron. Hey. Uh, Cameron Kennedy who's always pretty good on Twitter. I, I, like, I like following Cameron Kennedy's tweets, and also he's a kind of funny best friend. Uh, he tweeted out, okay, so what, what Weta Digital was renamed to uh, was Weta FX two years ago uh, when the tools development division of the company was sold to Unity. Uh, this is still awful. Unity still fucking sucks lately but the weta digital most of us think of when we see this is a different one oh. right and so if you recognize the the, the name weta right like you probably associate it with lord of the rings avatar like yeah. they do a lot of visual <clears throat> effects they've been historic for visual effects founded by peter jackson i believe yeah. um but yeah like this weta digital that is uh, uh, being terminated right now right weta fx uh is not that same one okay Still sucks, though, because of course.
3: 265 people losing their jobs. And still, you know, Unity, you assume reeling from getting their fucking hand slapped, trying to go in the cookie jar with those pricing changes they were trying to pull, right? Remember yeah. when they did all that, and then John Riccitello stepping down, and like, the re- you know, there's the drop of that, and then the ripples off of it, and you assume this is part of that as the board, right, and stockholders try to get their money back where they want it. Yeah. Uh,
2: this sucks. We're all just pawns in capitalism. Yeah. Scary times right now. Story number seven. Beyond Good and Evil is getting a 20th anniversary edition. This is Andrew Webster at The Verge. A cult classic is getting a makeover next year. Ubisoft announced today that it's working on a 20th anniversary re-release of Beyond Good and Evil that's expected to launch in early 2024. News comes after details of the release uh, were posted early to the Xbox store. Uh, Not only that, but Ubisoft also accidentally uploaded an unfinished version of the game to Ubisoft Plus. (laughs) You hate to see it. You nah, hate to see ubisoft. Uh, this version is not indicative of the final game the company says as for what the anniversary release will entail ubisoft says only that quote our commitment to de- delivering a game that meets the high expectations of our fans is unwavering and we're dedicated to making it, it an experience that truly honors the legacy of the original the now-deleted Xbox listing said that the game would support 4K, 60 FPS, with improved graphics, controls, and audio, along with the brand new autosave and cross-save features. Wow. Wow.
4: Wild that the 20th anniversary of this game is coming out before Beyond Good and Evil 2, which was announced, what, seven years ago?
2: Has it no really way. been that long?
4: Six years ago? Six years sounds right.
2: It was seven years, I and gotta, I gotta check for gray hairs. You know what I mean? I'm gonna look like Greg Miller in a second.
4: But and I'm of course I'm clowning, but do y'all think because they're making like a kind of big deal about this twentieth anniversary thing, like maybe they're trying to 2017 get, conference. So yeah, it, six so years yeah, ago. So yeah, six years ago coming up on seven. Jesus Christ. Um, do you think they're trying to get beyond good and evil back into the, the mind share of people to build up to
3: They're trying to fucking make money. They're trying yeah. to have a win. You know what I mean? As they <laughs> continue to eat shit left and right. Prince yeah. of Persia remake, just a nightmare. So then they, here's this new Prince of Persia game. that looks dope. Not taking away from it. Hey, here's Division Heartland. This will be out. Oh, no, still not out. Here's Division on the mobile game. Nope, nope, still not out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's Assassin's Creed languishing a bit, even though, of course, the Mirage we enjoyed here, but not you know the return to uh, the mega front of what Assassin's Creed was. I think uh, now you have the Avatar game coming up in a week. No way. Yeah. That's a no week. way. <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it next week? First Bloody, week of December. Look,
4: uh, Avatar Frontiers. It Pandora? is. Yeah, it
3: is December. Early December. December, December number one is uh, Friday. December number one. <laughs> is that is that <laughs> we're doing. Shit, first issue. First issue. Yeah, December seventh is yep, the date.
4: No week. way. That There's... is in eight days.
2: Huh. huh. Wow. 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 All right. Cool. Uh, but yeah. I mean. I think it is, to Greg's point, yeah, I think it is like, all he here's another way to make money. People like Beyond Good and Evil. They know people love them,
3: and like, guess what? Beyond Good and Evil 2 is nowhere nowhere to be seen. You're not playing that anytime soon, so toss somebody a bone there.
2: I I will say, like, if you bring back up the art on Twitter, they do put the... Ubisoft original branding on it, sure. Which they put on all their games now. But the fact that like they're taking an old game and making it beyond good and evil, Ubisoft original. Both that makes me wonder, like, oh yeah, it, like how much of a remaster is this gonna be? Like yeah, that makes me think that you're gonna do more to it. I know they mentioned 60 fps and stuff, but like. You know, like this almost—it makes me think that it's going to be more along the lines of like a Metroid Prime remaster, where you you open it up and you're like, oh snap, this is like a surprising step forward from what the original is. I think that's exciting, but then also like the fact they I'd be shocked if they did that. That'd be
3: awesome if there was that much love and you know care put into it.
2: Yeah, if there and if there is, like that makes you start to think of, all right, like you know, yeah, what is up with Beyond Good and Evil Two? What's the latest update? It has been six years. Is the Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing going well? Like. What, that's what did it that's what threw it all off what's up with that you know what was that? click record or whatever like hit record is this hit thing, record yeah, yeah. that's still going
3: that, that is his little site is still doing
2: oh, that yeah, thing yeah, yeah
4: yeah. are they still yeah. uh, taking people's art and not crediting it for, uh, crediting them for it
2: listen the community is slowly making beyond good and evil too and we'll get, we'll get it we'll get it sooner or later uh, story number eight Netflix gets its biggest games yet with GTA Trilogy in December. I'm Ooh. pulling quickly from Ash Parish at The Verge. Netflix is adding the GTA Trilogy, the definitive edition, to its ever expanding, ever impressive roster of games. It'll be available both in the Netflix mobile app and offered separately to Netflix subscribers in the App Store and Google Play. Let's go. That's awesome. That's Again? Really cool.
3: Or just one. I, I put up an image uh, that Jen had captured when she was watching uh, Netflix a couple weeks ago. Now maybe even a month ago. Mm. Of like it was finally on the splash page. It was dead cells. You turned it on. It was dead cells on TV. Really? Saying hey, you got games or whatever. Yeah, awesome. I tweeted it out. But it, it was never gone. We've never seen it since. Yeah. It was just that thing. It might have been maybe somebody hit a button earlier or whatever. It's or like, like they're when, testing when something. When
2: people were playing Assassin's Creed Mirage and they clicked the map button and then like a ad or no, it was like Odyssey or something and then an ad for Mirage popped up and Ubisoft right? was like. It. Oh, this is like last week. People made a big hubbub about it. Oh yeah. Like, all yeah, oh, yeah. ads in our games, Ubisoft was like, "Oh no, it's all it's all good. We messed up. It was a mistake."
3: I still think you're one day away from we're gonna wake up and there'll be a press release of like, "All right, Netflix has dropped the controller thing and it now syncs to your app and you can play all the games on your TV and yada yada yada." And I think mm-hmm. that'll be the big deal. Yeah. Good. Good get. Great get. My, Mike was playing them recently, weren't you? He says he puts up devil fingers and says, "Hell yeah!" Every now and then I boot up exploding kittens because I like exploding kittens. Sure. Um, but I'm not booted up
2: anything else on Netflix.
3: Not even immortality.
2: No, because I played it on Xbox. I actually, I played it on Steam Deck, which was a really good way to play that game. I really liked it. When's it coming to PlayStation? That's a really good question. I, I mean, want Game Wars on the corner. Goddamn platinum. R- uh, I was gonna say round nine. Story number nine. Number nine. This is kind of Feely brain. Uh, PS Plus for December has been revealed. Uh, this was tweeted out by PlayStation. We're getting some Lego 2K Drive, Power Wash Simulator, and Sable. I would say a stellar month. Wow! For PS Plus, yeah, yeah, stellar month. PS Plus, PS Plus, yeah, that gets my stellar rating. Now, do I have to establish what the rest of the ratings are? Yes, but I'm gonna start as stellar. I think, I think, Stable, 2K Drive, and um, Power Wash, especially Power Wash. Like they put 2K Drive as like the big big one yeah but i think it should be power
3: what was the I remember everybody getting excited for 2k drive and then 2k drive hit and it was like mid right well it came out it was
2: fine okay it's what you
3: would expect out of a lego open world race it was them doing like the crew right
2: yeah yeah it was them doing like a little bit of like forza but like how do we make it family friendly especially kid friendly and so it came off i think a bit generic it was cool it also came out at it came out in 2023,
4: time. you know? That's, yeah. the, that's its it biggest problem. It came out problem.
2: in May 2023, oh. right after oh. Zelda. Like, <clears throat> right after Zelda, right before Diablo, right before Street Fighter. Okay. I was one of the people that was excited for this thing. But yeah, I was stuck between Zelda and Street Fighter, so I never was able to hear the time of the day. I believe Raj McCorney really likes LEGO 2K Drive.
3: That's a damning... That's not. That's not that, <laughs> that doesn't know. help. That's that same man help.
2: completed Golem, so take that for what it's worth. Greg? Yeah? Very excited to see what other cool, fun, Casual sports games that the 2K Lego team can yeah, create. Of course. But getting that you know, 2K goal. You know, you know 2K goal? I don't it's their know soccer one. Goal. This is the soccer one they're making.
3: It's so far away. If I want to <laughs> know what's coming out to Mama Crop shops today, where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kinda funny games daily show host each. And every weekday. Yeah. It
2: would it surprise you that I'm actually extremely excited for Lego 2K Goal? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, their Lego soccer game. Looks fun. Remember Lego Dimensions? I do remember Lego Dimensions. Take it yeah. too soon. Yeah. Remember yeah. The, when they had Portal in there? Yeah. Weird. Out today, we got Cross Blitz early access for PC and Wazordium early access for Wazordium, PC. Man. If you're a hexen person, you might want to check out Wazordium early Wazordium. access. New dates for you Pokemon Horizons, the series is premiering in the US on February 23rd, 2024, on Netflix. Winter Survival endures frigid isolation on PC via Steam early access beginning Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. Decapolis is delayed to 2024 megaton musashi wired has been delayed to april 25th 2024 dissidia final fantasy opera omnia will end service on february 29th 2024 i don't even know that was i don't
4: know if there's enough words in that title
2: dissidia final fantasy opera omnia is a game that has existed long enough to about to be shut down (laughs) (laughs) and then dragon's dogma 2 officially launches march 22nd 2024 on xbox series x ps5 and pc deal of the day for you uh fury that is f-u-r-i is seven dollars and 99 cents on the u.s shop and i believe it's also uh, on sale on the other platforms as well fury is a game that i highly recommend if you like boss rush games if you like hack and slash games if you like you know top down action games fury is a really good one of those it's all bosses it's all like it has a really dope ass soundtrack all bosses, all it has a time. style that reminds me a bit of like an afro samurai like it's it's cool as hell it was, PS, it was on PS Plus like in 2014 or 15 or something like that. That's how I got into it. I was like, yo, this game rocks. And so um, check out some Fury. Eight bucks. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. So we can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Ginther the Great says Spotify wrapped ends as of Halloween. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they t- stopped tracking your stuff as of Halloween. Don't love that, but I understand you got to cut it off sometime. Yeah, uh, Nick Show says correcting Mike here. He mentioned that High Res made Lethal Company, but they made Rogue Company. Get, Get out of here, Mike! Rogue Company, really fun. I played that for like a week, week or so, and I had a really fun time with that one. Uh. Let's see. Mike said that the tribes, tribes was an early 2000s game. In fact, Star Siege Tribes, the first game in the Tribes series, was released in 1998, so it's a late 90s game.
4: <coughs> That's, That's r- the same thing.
2: Listen, it's radic. You know, Can't be wrong. Can't do no wrong. Um, Dynamic says Paramore released This Is Why in February of 2023 and it's a banger.
4: This is why.
2: No, it's like, this
3: Ain't nothing is why but a I don't give a day. This is why Mad Exposure
2: says the first game in the Angry Birds franchise was initially released just December 11th 2009 for
4: iOS.: 14 years ago. Fucking christ Is that right? Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: I': That's half hear of my lifetime.: <laughs> What's
2: Yeah, I guess yeah, that's I half my lifetime plus a year.. Um, uh, dear Sixlet says, "Knuckles is already shot and filmed, expected to release early 2024 on Paramount Plus." There you go. We eaten, and then Sal Romano, shout out Sal Romano, uh, writes in. But is it really (laughs) Sal Romano? I mean, who is gonna impersonate Sal? I will say Sal Romano followed me yesterday on Twitter. Okay, after the show, so one hundred percent is Sal Romano. Uh, they say persona five, the Phantom X isn't out in China yet. At the moment, it's only confirmed for release in simplified slash traditional Chinese. Uh, A Japanese release is probably a lock since the game is voiced in Japanese, but whether that or a global release will actually occur is still unknown at this point. Mm,
4: I think there might have been like a beta at some point, so I guess that's what I was thinking of.
3: Very good, your wrongs today. Y'all killed it. All right, so Barrett, I just tr- tossed into. Uh,
4: I can't. We can't do this again, Greg. We're, I, we. I try up, to expose people. I opened
3: up Sal Romano. Oh, and He followed no. you into it. I, I. It turns out I was already following him. Why? Well, it doesn't turn out. I was already yeah. following him, but I've never actually like opened it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, like, this Sal Romano, what a good-looking fella. Yeah. Very, I, I would have guessed Sal Romano was older than me because I feel like this is a name that's been around forever. It's on the screen. Mm. You know, you can look over here. Yeah, it's eyes. So I need to. Click like on it, Barrett. Make him big. Click on Sal. No, I, I would have guessed Sal, Sal Romano was older than me. I feel yeah. like I've known this name in Gamatsu forever.
4: Yeah. Turns out, Greg, he's like 50. Just he just great. ages, he
3: ages <laughs> very gracefully. Unlike me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough.
4: I like in his Twitter description, he just says, I'm Italian. I respect that. I respect that too. I wish also, I could have the courage to admit that I'm Italian.
2: And I, I mentioned this for VGC the other day that like I'm like, how do y'all work over there? Like, what's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gamatsu, how do you how do you, like? Is it just you? Because every time I go to Gamatsu, it always says Sal Romano for like the writer of the article. And I know like your articles are very much like you're aggregating like, and you're like, it's not like you're doing like the big um, like editorial like adding a bunch of context or whatever. You're really good at just being like, hey, this is the information. Like that's kind of what Gamatsu is. Yeah. Is that just you though? Because that's a lot of work you're doing, Sal. Yeah. Good on you. But also, I hope you're taking breaks and all this stuff, you know, smelling the roses, touching the grass, feeling the sun on your, your face, all that good stuff. That's it for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Tomorrow's hosts for KHD are going to be me and Tim Geddes. Of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash games and twitch.tv slash games. except for today because Andy's doing his thing. Oh, we should have said that. Yeah, uh, Andy's streaming right now. On Twitch. (laughs) He's watching Midnight Mass. Andy, though. We're
3: going to do the Super Chat, and then we're going to do some KFW, all right? Oh! he's over there in a sleeping bag, sitting there like a clown. Yeah, and so, if you're
2: wondering where Andy is, or if you're wondering what's going on on Twitch, he's watching Midnight Mass. So, there you go. Uh, But yeah, usually YouTube.com is kind of funny games, and Twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily. This is why I don't leave the house. That's the
3: Paramore. Oh, okay. Pretty good album. Recommended. The newest one. The newest one, yeah. we didn't know it was new. Yeah. Okay.
1: Hi, Mike. You're right here. I'm back, baby. Uh, Good morning and welcome to your... Kind of Funny Games Daily Super Chat post-show with me, Snowbike Mike, and of course your two incredible show hosts, Craig Miller and Blessing of Junior. Yeah. It is a lovely Hump Day Wednesday, Whoa. bless, here in November. Are you And we're looking forward, uh, you know, getting my hump on. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Kind of Funny Best Friends, don't forget, you can get involved in the show right now. You can write in with your YouTube Super Chats. Of course, we're only watching live on YouTube, so let's just keep it to the Super Chats right here, right now. Of course, if you're watching live on YouTube, YouTube you can write in with your questions comments concerns we can dive a little bit deeper into one of today's news stories or you can give us some of your predictions for the game awards or anything else in between we will jump in and read all of those just like my good friend brand mats did to kick us off with a ten dollar super chat and says hey y'all i recently went back and watched greg's (laughs) starfield spoiler cast and was wondering if he's went back and completed any more new game plus what's the man up to and the man was in quotes. Just Becky Lynch. Yeah, of course. I, I play sure Becky Lynch. And of course, if you haven't watched,
3: if you've beaten Starfield since I put that up or you're never going to play Starfield, please go watch it because I love that. That's one of my mm. favorite pieces mm-hmm. of content I did this year. Just a one-man, hour-long podcast ranting and You got ranting. it, Greg. You can do that.
1: I know I can. I'm fucking awesome. Blessing can do it too. He's pretty good.
3: <sighs> uh... I I forget where I left it off. I think I left it off right that I told you guys in there that I had reset it one final time and I walked in and it was normal now and I was going to go romance Andreja on that playthrough. That is still where we have left it because I'm now I still fight the urge. I'll I'll let you know and I'm starting to falter, but I want to just go play it, but it's like I know that I need to play more Zelda. I need to do this other stuff like I need to do and I'm playing stuff others review redacted yada 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 to be ready for other shows that I'm doing. But it's still at the forefront of my mind that I want to get back to it. So there has been no movement, but we're still there. And I still think about that game just about every day. Wow.
1: I that's perfect to hear. I love hearing that. Yeah. Well, see, what's a game that you think about almost every other day? That, like you're not currently playing right now. What's yeah. a game that's on the back of your mind still? Inscription. I, oh, think about cool. ins-
2: I think about Inscription a lot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just well, the fact that it's so fun. and Like, like
1: you, you played it and beat it, though. I played it and beat okay, it, yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. But like I go back to it every now and then because there is like an endless mode that you can go go do or like a challenge mode I should say okay. where like you you know turn on different like modifiers and so you're making the difficulty more based on like oh this run through you can only use two of this kind of card or whatever yeah. um, and so I go back and do that every now and then when I when I'm looking for something to play and knock out it's just so addicting though that like if I do it I have to be prepared to like be addicted to it for the rest of the day
1: I like that yeah Mike what about you I like to think about Gwent
4: ah, Yeah. Absolutely. yeah.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Let's jump into another fun one. CJ writes in with a $2 super chat and says, is 2024 the big showcase year for Sony?
2: Big showcase year? What do you mean? That's what they wrote. Are we going like, yeah, to have a new PlayStation
1: showcase? Oh, you're thinking of it like that. I thought it was like the showcase year for Sony. Like, hey, here's all of our dope games.
3: I mean, that's yeah. every year for Sony. Yeah. All right. Yeah, come, on, Ray Ray. come on. Man. on that man, wasn't man. even this year. <laughs> what do you it's mean so spider-man bad. 2 baby that's not yeah. every game spider-man 2 is one it's like game a good
2: video game you want to put horizon call of the mountain up there <laughs> show, I, 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 I,
4: showcasing all your big and best games i like that i turned the corner to tell mike to bring his mic up and he instinctively and in, like high-fived me from the other
3: yep one. <laughs> well i was giving <laughs> you the high five too you yeah. know what i mean So yeah. many rules i it's mean weird. i think next next year will be very fascinating and even game awards will be fascinating of the kickoff to next year What are you doing? Are we doubling down on live services? Are we? We've already talked about stopping some of those. So, do we have other single player things? Are we going to go and announce Ghost? Are we going to talk about what's going on at Sony Bend? Are we going to talk? There's so many unknowns right now, and I don't know when and how you start doing that and talk about it and lay out what we've talked about before with Phase Two of the PlayStation Five. Right now, you Mm -hmm. figure you have Wolverine. If we're looking at next year. Even if it doesn't come out, I expect information on Wolverine, right? Which would carry be, be a tentpole for either next year or 2025. You do have Final Fantasy next year, which, of course, isn't a first-party game, but is an exclusive console-wise. So we have that to lean on. Sure, there's Helldivers, which gets me excited, but I know that that's not what we're talking about in this conversation. So what else do you fill in there, right? What is your big game if it's not Wolverine? Do you need a big game? Yeah. That's my thing is, I think the question is, do you need one? I think the answer usually is no. Like, even this year,
2: if we happen... Oh, wow. If we happen in 2023, if we happen to not get a Spider-Man 2, I think people would be like, oh, what the fuck? But I don't think it'd be a huge thing, right? Because we still got a Final Fantasy uh, sixteen, We still get, like, the big third-party games, right? And, like, life still goes on. Next year, I think... Life finds a way? Next year, I think it's a similar thing where... Cool, Wolverine could be next year? It couldn't it could not be next year, right? Like I don't think there's any doubt that Wolverine could easily I say move as if it's like slated or whatever, but easily come out in 2025 or 2026, 2027, right? We have no idea when Wolverine's coming out. I think we think it's going to going to come out because it's Insomniac and they have such a quick 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 cadence. Um but like removing Wolverine from the from the situation, what? Like we got Helldivers that's slated. We got <laughs> Concord, or no, not Concord. Where's the Concord? Well, one of them, <laughs> one of those ones, slated for 2024. I want to say
3: Concord. I was think it the 2024.
2: One, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what? Like maybe a Death Stranding two, maybe.
1: And like I forget about Death Stranding two all the time. Yeah. And like that would the, probably be at the Game Awards. You would think. You this think year. so? Yeah.
2: I, I think that could be at the Game Awards or the 2024 window, um, and that could end up being Sony's 2024. I think the thing with PlayStation is that they're their hands off a lot of time with like letting studios do what they do, right? Like, hey, if um, uh, Sucker Punch, Gorilla, Naughty Dog, like, cook, and when you're done, when you're finished cooking, we'll put it out for you, right? Like, that's the, I, I, as far as I understand, that's usually how it goes on the PlayStation side. And that being the case, you can't control when a Sucker Punch is ready, you
3: yeah. can't control when a Gorilla is ready, and so. Yeah, if they're cooking, like, and then we talk about the MMO, right? And the multiplayer yeah. stuff for Gorilla and Horizon. Like, there's a lot of stuff that, yeah, when are we ready to talk about it? When are we ready yeah. to see? Yeah. And so, like, I when wouldn't are we be ready surprised. To showcase?
2: I don't, I don't, in the way that you're talking about it, Mike, of next year being the year where, like, the, the PlayStation's big guns are coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Like, All I right. think that might, I think that might be a 25, 2025 or 2026 where a lot of these things might just end up being ready at the same time because we're seeing, um, Gorilla, or not Gorilla, um, Sucker Punch, and Naughty Dog, and Bend, and these studios that we, we're looking forward to, they're just cooking right now, right? Like, they're just working on whatever we'll they're cook.
1: working on. Okay. I like that. Blessing, if you were a host, uh-huh. the big s- PlayStation Summer Showcase, yeah. how would you intro it? Ooh. Off That's the really dome. Off the dome? No notes. Off no the dome. notes just off the you, dome? you speaking. And it's blessing. Sweet, blessing PlayStation yep. it's like, uh-huh.
2: Yo, what's up? Welcome to the PlayStation Showcase. Wow! <laughs>
4: wow.
2: They, hate they hate me. They hate me. But yeah, I would, I'll start. I'll start with like a little bit of energy, right? like, like Try to make it a bit more personality. I'm your host, Blessing Adioe Jr. Today, we're gonna talk about some of the big hitters coming from PlayStation. Ooh. I don't know why I'm doing like the Greg Miller and Flash. I like that. You're yeah, killing it. Me. Yeah. Hey, hey. I mean, you know,
3: you want to be the best.
1: Learn from the best. Wow! 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 Uh, Fair enough. Ariel Knight writes in with the $10 super chat. And says, "Have y'all played Battlefield Bad Company back in the day? I randomly been wanting to replay that game. It was so funny. I miss funny games." Y'all ever play any of the fun Battlefield games Fuck back in the yeah. day? I remember doing like
3: demos and shit yeah. for them, but I was never that guy.
2: Not me, but I remember seeing the commercials and being like, man, I wish I had that. The Bad Company commercials were great. Yeah,
1: they were good. Baird, I heard you in the background over there. You said, "Hell yeah."
4: Hell yeah, I love that crew. Uh, yeah. I forget all their names because I haven't played those games since high school, but I really loved the Bad Company 1 and 2. Um Yeah, I just love you, you could just get weird and creative. That was of course, Mike, your favorite word. I experienced revolution Revolution, you know i love that Um, yeah driving around in golf carts and like them kind of the story being about these dudes who don't even care about the war that they're fighting they're just like oh we heard about like gold like we want to go get some gold and like fuck off from this war like hell yeah so yeah that was a special time
1: yeah that was a special time back when battlefield had those campaigns that were really funny and fun uh pretty special time definitely go check those out uh well worth your time Greg Miller writes in with a five dollars super chat and says, "Blessing, you mentioned that you stopped going to church, but that you still listen to religious rap. What is your faith like these days?" Oh, uh, I don't go to church
2: <laughs> is uh, that? nowadays. I wanted to yeah, know, that's, that's but the conversation
3: question. deviated, so I paid up the money. I like oh, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I would say like because I didn't know I, we never talk about it, so I didn't know if you still like believe, but you just don't yeah. go or what is it?
2: I, I don't go. I still like I and like I don't necessarily subscribe to like a religion like a a, a religion but also uh, it's a a a tough in between of like you know I grew up Christian I grew up with my dad being a pastor right and like I was very involved in the church uh all throughout throughout my life but especially like high school going into college because I was going to youth group every single week and like at what point in my life I wanted to be a a youth pastor like I thought that was the direction I was going um Somewhere in my late teens and early twenties, I think I started to find myself a bit fractured from the church, just based on like it was a, it was a group of things. It was the election in 2016 of like, oh man, a lot of people out here are Trump supporters and are like you know have these political beliefs that very much do not align with what I how I interpret this right. Like when the Bible talks about like loving your neighbor or love people like you like um, um, more than you love yourself and all these things right. Like the golden rule. Yeah, like the golden rule. A lot of how that would manifest in people's behavior in the church and also in people's um you know political beliefs and all this stuff didn't necessarily align with how i felt like it should be sure. right especially when you get to i i remember what the day where gay marriage was legalized across the us and there was like a palpable tension in in the church service that morning and i was like this feels weird man like why is this a thing that makes us feel this way like why why are we in a place where we can't just love people for who they are, right? Yeah. Or feel at least that people can express their love how they want to. Like, even if you don't agree with it, right? Like, why did, why is it on us to go, no, you're not allowed to do that, right? That always fucked me up. And that always had me in a place where I'm like, oh, I don't know how I, how I feel about this. I think still today I have the thing of, you know, a lot of the, the values I grew up <laughs> with, I still have. Like, I think there is a lot of value of like, the way that Jesus in the Bible actually lived, right? Not necessarily sure. like, you know, a lot of the, strict teachings of the old testament of like you know don't have sex before marriage don't marry somebody who's gay or like all, all this don't stuff jerk but like it. yeah don't jerk it like a lot of the way a lot of the things that people nitpick and decide to apply to the way they want to live from the bible feels very arbitrary and feels very like oh it feels very rooted in hate right when yeah. you do that stuff for me like the true teaching the teachings of jesus are hey love other people be good to other people and like and support other people um and so i still hold those values i don't go to church um and i don't i don't know if i call myself christian or not right like i I, like i don't necessarily i i guess i'm more agnostic in the way where i'm like there could be a god there couldn't right like i'm kind of in the middle of it um i just try to behave my best right i just try to like behave as if i'm you know wanting the best for other people and i'm hoping that like i guess my karma in that way reflects back on me yeah yeah
3: yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, you've probably heard me over the years. I mean, that sounds a lot like me and Catholicism, right. Of like mm-hmm. after 13 years of Catholic school, I was like, yeah, well, fuck all this. Like there's a lot of hypocrisy going on here. And it was never that I lost my faith in a greater power, right. Or of a God or something bigger than me. Right. It was just I lost my faith in Catholicism and these people and yeah. how they all act and treat each other and, and talk about outsiders and every other way that they're just being hypocrites based on what they're trying to tell me that I need to do, but then turning around and doing the exact opposite of it.
2: Yeah. I think that's my thing is a lot, a lot of my beef, I think is is more with the church yeah. as opposed to with, like the idea of God or yeah. the idea of religion or the idea of the Bible. Right. 100%. Like I think I do. There are so many instances where I recall where, um, like, Oh, it's a good, uh, there. so there was somebody who I went to church with who I grew up with, right. Going to the same church with, and as we became adults, like she became a worship leader at the church. And, I remember drama that panned out because she ended up getting a divorce, and then because of that, they ended up firing her as the worship leader, like the, mm. yeah, the, the the leader of the choir at the church. Yeah. And it's like that's so fucked up. Like this person yeah. lost their job and their marriage at the same time. Like, and this is somebody that that we grew up with, right? This is somebody that we've known for thirty years that we have wow. this relationship with that like we're treating in this way. Like that for me, that was like the big eye opener of like, yo, that's not like that's that's not how we should be behaving, right? It's that on top of like you know times where I mentioned that I grew up in the youth group and um i gradually saw my church pull a lot of the support for the youth group um as the years went because they weren't seeing the return in money right they weren't seeing the return in offering and like it wasn't even put in the
3: collection plate yeah yeah yeah.
2: like the the youth wasn't putting the money in the collection plate and like a lot of the youth are from and especially the area i grew up were from poor areas right they literally didn't even have the money to give and so for the church to go hey we're going to pull support for this thing for like this large community that I think needs the support and needs the help and needs all this stuff. We're going to pull that because we're not seeing the return, even though like the whole point of this thing is that we are helping the less fortunate. We are helping the people that do not have the means to to help themselves and do all that. That was another one where I was like, for a while, for a while it was me, my sister and our close friends um, running that by ourselves. Like we were, you know, keeping the youth group going beyond the church's wishes. Like I know the church was like oh man, I hope they stop. Like, this is, <laughs> this is too much work for us. They're doing too much, but we were like, yo, even with y'all pulling support, we're gonna keep making this youth group thing happen. And we did it by ourselves until like, we ended up just moving out of the area. Um, but yeah, like it, there were so many uh, situations like that where I'm like, man, y'all are the church, but you are not abiding by the teachings of Jesus and like what the Bible is truly about, right? It's truly about love. It's truly about, you know, helping other people, all this stuff. Um, and I, even when I moved to Seattle, like, the first year that I was there, I started going to a church with my sister, because me and my sister moved to Seattle together, and within the first few months, there was a cheating scandal with the youth pastor who worked there, who was also the lead pastor's son, uh, cheating scandal with him and a girl in the church, and it was like a damn, like, I can't go anywhere, like, I can't, there's like no church I can go to, and obviously, like, the whole thing is that, you know, there's no, people are imperfect, and so, of because of that, churches are going to be imperfect, and I understand that aspect of it, but, Yeah, like, I don't know. I think the organization has a lot of things to to get together. Like, a lot of of things to fix. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I landed on it.
1: Thank you. Yeah, of course. That was very nice. Foxy Steve writes in with another one for you, Bless. I predict that Blessing will have the best drip at the Game Awards. Sam Lake will be a close second.
2: I will say, I felt (laughs) a lot of pressure with my drip this year. I think for the fact that, you know, I've had... I've had... You've
1: really elevated it this year, though. Like this mm. whole year, you've made it a staple of like I'm going to elevate the drip in certain occasions, and yeah. we've all seen that. And it we've all been wowed. So yeah, there's a lot of pressure of like. You better perform, you yeah. know what I mean? We want you to show up. So like I get my out- the, my complete outfit delivered today. And yeah,
2: coming off of the last two Game Awards and then this year I went to the Spider-Verse event where I wore like the mesh top with the red suit oh, yeah. and like mm-hmm. had the Miles Morales color scheme. The wedding. And then I had the wedding that Woo. I officiated where I had Woo. the, you know, burnt orange suit and then like went shirtless under it and had the chains and stuff. Um, I like, I you know, I think I, I like my outfit for the Game Awards this year. But I don't know if people are gonna look at it and go, "Oh man, he's stepping it up more, right?" Oh. Like I think my approach to it this year is I'm just gonna go formal. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna wear a nice suit. I'm gonna wear a vest. I'm gonna like, you know, I'm gonna look nice. But it's not gonna be necessarily the showpiece that you expect from me.
3: Okay, there you go. I'm gonna look great. You, you know always what? do. Are you already planning your game? outfit? No, like I said, I gotta go to Macy's buy the new mm-hmm. blazer. <laughs> they got new flower uh, blazers over there. I gotta get over there.
1: <gasps> um. Bless, dear yeah. Sixlet writes in with a five dollars super chat and says, "Bless Dan Mullins, the dev of Inscription, is teasing a TGA announcement with an oh. ARG in his Discord and tweets with Jeff. Get Oh,
2: hyped. that's very exciting. I, I I hope it's something. Even though I, I love Inscription because it is this roguelite deck builder game that also has like escape room elements and all this stuff, I hope it's something completely different and like oh. you know out of left field because." I forget the name of his game before inscription but it was definitely not an inscription style game it was like a unicorn like weird ass like you know it still had like a lot of the breaking the um uh like breaking Board yeah like a lot of the game design stuff right like it's very outside the box and that's his game design style i hope he does that again with his next game even if that doesn't capture as much as much as an inscription does
3: i like that see this is the sequel to the red one I had last year, Blazers wise. Yes, I was thinking about that. You're gonna go just the blazer. Oh yeah, not like hands. the man I didn't. I hadn't seen yeah, this though. They got this shiny one here. The sequence yeah, blazer. Kind of, that's kind of something. We gotta get to Macy's today, guys. We gotta get
1: down to Macy's, ladies and gentlemen. Greg's buying a a jacket. <laughs> He's
3: buying a jacket. <laughs> Who knows? Somebody in chat
2: says they want to see my what the wedding outfit was like. Uh, you can check it out on my Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. Blessing Junior.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that. Um. Abram Wallace writes in with the $5 super chat and says, did you know that Idris Elba did an album with Lime Cordiale album? Albra, album. Albra, uh, the man has infinite talent.
2: He does. Yeah, he makes a lot of music. Yeah, lot he of talent, does like DJing. He does like a rapping a and stuff. Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good for him. Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <What> are you ladies gentlemen
1: ladies and gentlemen that will conclude today's kind of funny games daily super chat post show thank you all so much for tuning in and hanging out with all of us guess what? We're not done, of course, over live on Twitch. Andy Cortez is comfy watching Midnight Cast all day with all of you. But here on YouTube, there will be a brand new link. And guess what? Me and Greg Miller are giving you slams giving for KFW. You don't want to miss out on that. And then later this afternoon, the Kind of Funny X-Cast will record live, ad-free for all of you Patreon best friends out there. And, of course, post tomorrow where we're going to talk about the perfect Xbox TGAs. So write in now at com slash xcast if you want to tell us what your dream announcements are for the TGAs Xbox-wise. And until then, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Goodbye.